You're listening to the Everyday Legends podcast, the show that is dedicated to helping everyday men build legendary relationships with yourself, your partner, and your world. I'm your host, Mike Camp, and the aim of this podcast is simple, to help you navigate life with more clarity, more confidence, and purpose-driven action, with plenty of stories, a load of lessons, and some loving straight talk. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Legends podcast. Now, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And this is episode number one. And what we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to give a little bit of introduction to the podcast, to me, to what this is, to how this has come about, to what it's about, to what Everyday Legends even is. So where do I start? Uh, let's start at the beginning, I suppose. First and foremost, this podcast is something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. I've done um, a show in the past called Beyond the Beers, which was a little bit different. This for me is about bringing who I am, what I'm about, what I'm sharing and creating in the world, and also bringing in all of the amazing people that I connect with, that I know, that are not just working with men, but who I believe are everyday legends. For me, I don't want to create a podcast as simply interviewing every person that kind of does the rounds on every other podcast, not to speak ill of every other podcast, but I want to interview cool people, people who interest me, people who I like, people I haven't even met yet, um, but are doing cool things in the world who maybe have a profile, they may be doing amazing things in the world of men, men's health, men's work, masculinity, but they are dudes who are living as and becoming legends in their own lives. Plus, I've had a lot of requests um, to do my own podcast. I've been a guest on many podcasts, uh, especially over the last few years. And I suspect why I get those requests um, kind of boils down to my style, I suppose. And that is I make an effort, but then also not make an effort, really, <laughs> to be myself when I'm communicating with my own content, be it social media, uh, my email list, my programs, etc. But also when I'm interviewed on other people's staff. So it's time to bring my authentic uh, and I would hope accessible and down-to-earth voice, um, he says, uh, to my own podcasts. Now, this has taken me a little while to get out. It's been in the planning for quite some time, basically the entirety of 2020. And I'm not going to use things like coronavirus to as an excuse. Um, I would normally dive straight into things, as I have done in the past, with things like the Beyond the Beers show, with my book that I wrote a few years ago, uh, and certain things. I guess kind of dive in and, and figure it out along the way. But for this, I wanted to ensure that what I'm saying is on point that I am speaking to you, the listener, and what you need and want to hear so that you can have a solid, you can have an enjoyable, pleasant, inviting, challenging, confronting, listening experience, and it adds value to your day and to your life. It's not something that you just click on, put on one and a half, maybe two times speed, and punch through it, but it's something that you put into action. It's something that helps you on your journey to becoming what I call an everyday legend. So that kind of brings me to who this is for, why am I doing this, all of this kind of stuff. And first of all, let's step back and, and go a little bit of who I am. If you don't know me by now, I'm Mike. I'm a men's coach, I'm an author, I'm a presenter. What I do is I work with men. I help men figure themselves out. I help men make sense of their shit. I help men get their shit together. 
And for me, that is really ultimately about supporting men and figuring out who they are and really getting clear on who they want to become and helping them become that. And for me, that leads to this idea of a grounded, solid legend. A dude who is building and creating and maintaining and leading his life in his relationship with himself and how he shows up for and leads himself in his romantic relationships with his partner or perhaps the partners that will enter his life and in his world how he navigates his world how he shows up in his world for the world his community and those people around him this man isn't set on becoming a legend for everyone else He is building and creating and maintaining and leading a life where he is the legend for himself. Because from this place, he can show up more effectively for those that matter to him, in his family, in his business, in his workplace, in his community. He doesn't do it for the praise. He's not about the kudos and the approval and the validation. He takes care of that shit himself. The legend is grounded within himself. He's solid. He's dependable. And when he starts from that base of strength, of being at peace with himself, of accepting full responsibility for his life, that's how he then impacts those around him. This is the dude that you can lean on because he is a legend, an everyday legend. Where some of this comes from, actually, this um, a lot of this stems from something that's been in my thinking, in my mind, in my in my work, in my kind of secret mission to the work that I do and the men that I work with for many years. And it's a term that I came across first via the work of Robert Bly in the book Iron John, where he refers to a term that the ancient Greeks knew very well and um, and focused on was a term called Zeus energy, and that incorporated intelligence, which I have kind of crowbarred in there and expanded upon to be an open and curious mind, robust health, compassionate decisiveness, goodwill, and generous leadership. For me, that is the everyday legend. Perhaps for me, the everyday legend is the modern term for Zeus energy. And For me, that's something that every man can strive for that is available to him. And it also has his own flavor, his own personality, his own character and set of traits and life experiences in that. And so this is what I want to support you in becoming, your very own version of Zeus Energy, the everyday legend. And to finally um, kind of wrap up that point, The ancient Greeks described that as male authority accepted for the sake of the community. And so while some of this work, and you might be listening for the benefit of yourself, absolutely. For me, it starts with you. So it can then radiate out into your relationships, into your family, into your community. This is Zeus Energy. This for me is the everyday legend. 
And those men that I work with come from a variety of places and backgrounds and points in their journey, different level of awareness. I say awareness with a purposeful American accent because I, if you don't know me by now, I am a New Zealander. And I have plenty of people who I engage with and listen, uh, who listen to me, etc. from the US. And there's certain words that I say as a New Zealander um, that I know <laughs> fall through the gaps a little bit. And uh, recently, awareness, or as I would say in my quite um, fast New Zealand vernacular, awareness um, can be one of those words. The men that come into me have a varying level of awareness, but what I tend to say is the men that I work with, if we had a spectrum of personal development, they sit between one end, you've got perhaps Tony Robbins, and at the other end, let's call it Homer Simpson. They sit in the middle and just either side. You know, Maybe they're working on themselves in some capacity. It might just be the physical, but they're realizing that the physical isn't everything. There's there's more there. It's not, it's not giving me everything I, I, I need. And guess what? It's because muscles don't make up for perhaps what's going on beneath the surface with our emotions, with our worthiness, all that kind of stuff. Um, or they have been working on some things, but they've reached a ceiling. They've got more questions and answers. They're feeling stuck. They're feeling like they're floating. There's more out there. There's more potential for them. They don't know how to access it. And also for guys who are just generally confused by personal development, by the world of spirituality and these kind of things. For me, we have to make this work. And why I say this work, I mean improving yourself, getting your life together as much as can be, figuring yourself out and creating a life that you want to live, that lights you up. We've got to make that shit accessible, easy to implement. It's got to be meaningful if we're going to do meaningful things and create meaningful change. So with that said, let's have a look at some of the topics that we will be covering on this, which I'm sure will evolve from this moment right now. Fundamentally, one of the things that I want to address, I want to discuss, I want to enter into conversation with guests and you guys, listeners, is exploring and understanding and breaking down and navigating what it means to be a man in the 21st century. And the extension of that being an everyday legend. We'll also explore how being a provider has shifted very much so, yet remains very much the same in the confusion and around that and the nuance and playing in that gray space. We'll explore emotions and we'll discuss how we can learn to manage and process our emotions as opposed to trying to control them. We'll learn how we can learn from them uh, and the messages that they're sending. We'll be covering relationships and communication in our relationships and becoming a great partner We'll be exploring figuring your shit out and being able to help yourself and be of better and more effective service to others. We will definitely explore commitment. <laughs> that's, a com uh, that's a conversation, that's a topic that comes up a lot in the work that I do. It's something that I think is paramount to me and we have to explore commitment a hell of a lot better. Uh, and with that, we'll explore things like leadership. Certainly personal leadership, because that's what we're talking about. And that's what we're talking about in the everyday legend. We will look at masculinity. We will look at some of the differences between men and women and working some of those things out and the similarities um, and how we can understand so much more about women and ourselves. We'll explore the masculine and feminine and where those um, play out in our own individual lives. And possibly more than any other topic, a theme that I will be coming back to is integrity and what I like to call building legendary integrity. 
because for me, it's a through line in so much of our lives. And of course, if you, dear listener, have topic requests, if you have guest requests, if you have questions that you want addressed, then please send them through to me because I am going to be answering your questions. Now, we can either explore some of those in a solo episode or with a guest. Um, send them through and I'll, and I'll do the figuring out on my side. Okay, so loads to uh, explore in this work as we go through, uh, but there's a little bit of a rundown on some of the topics that we'll be exploring. And so then that kind of brings me to the term legend. And it's a word that I've been spending a lot of time reflecting on of late because I've chosen to name this podcast Everyday Legends, because my major coaching program, formerly the School of Personal Mastery, which still exists as the parent school, let's call it, is now morphing into the Everyday Legends Academy. Now, Legends has many meanings and all that kind of stuff, and I'm certainly not going to get into all of that, but for me, I see the person I strive to be, the person I want to be for myself, is a legend. Solid, calm, grounded, dependable, impeccable, legendary integrity. Strong, funny, easy to be around, engaging, himself, a dude who is comfortable in his own skin and okay in that space. And that is what I want to speak to those men and also support you in becoming that man. Whatever that is, looks, feels like for you. So then let's explore me <laughs> a little bit more. Um, who the fuck am I? Now, I've been on a bunch of podcasts over the years and a lot of those ask some of the similar questions, which is understandable because you want to give context to who the hell's on the podcast. And a lot of those um, will ask a question that is in or around the area of, hey Mike, who are you? Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. And look, if you've come to this podcast new and you don't know anything about me, then cool, let's pay attention. If you do know a bit about me, then look, this might be going over stories you've heard before, but I'm going to attempt to tell perhaps a slightly different, not a different version, not a different story because I'm the same dude, but maybe it's something that you haven't quite heard before. And where it starts is um, actually a question that I've had many times over the years, which is like, I work with men, men who are wanting to get more out of life, all that stuff that I said um, a little bit earlier on. And um, a question is along the lines of like, how did you get into this? What happened? Was there something that went on for you in your life? Was there some kind of event, some kind of trauma, something that like really led to you going, holy shit, I need to change i need to make a fundamental and monumental shift in my life and who i am and that would be total bullshit if i were to sell you that story that is not the case and, and never has been the case um i had a great life upbringing i had a loving family i had all the opportunity that i could want not from money but from love and encouragement and support uh, i was an inquisitive intelligent kid and and very good at sport and i you know played competitive sport throughout my earlier years and went to university with that kind of tag that i was going to do that um got a degree in physical education found that i was very very interested in the human body man it's a fascinating thing and so i left that world in 2005 that world being university and it was a world though because anyway that is definitely a bunch of stories for another day and 
I started a business as a personal trainer, which is actually what happened back then, 2005. You did a degree in physical education, in New Zealand anyway, and half the people went and became a trainer and half became teachers or went into a teaching degree, which I didn't have any interest in. Funnily enough, I'm teaching really day to day now. And I traveled the world with that, played rugby, training, lived on the other side of the world, lived in Scotland, lived in London, lived in Ireland, lived in uh, London for a little while there and, and met at the time, the love of my life and got engaged and, and came back to Australia and started up a life and that relationship didn't end up going so well, much further than um, returning back to Australia. But after that, I started to explore like what I was doing, you know, as a trainer, what I was interested, what I was really good at. Um, and that led me to exploring my skill set, exploring what I gave a shit about and what my skills were really, um, but also what I wanted to be doing with my life and who I wanted to be. And that led me into meeting this um, interesting woman called Nadia Norman. And we soon formed a friendship and a deeper than friendship and a most definitely friends with benefits, but don't tell anyone about it type relationship for some time until that blossomed even further. And we formed an incredibly significant relationship which supported me in, in my growth a lot um, and into this world of like what the fuck is going on with men I'm one of those guys I've been lost I'm seeing it all the time in my clients this is as a personal trainer still at the time and I kind of shifted my business I moved from personal training to coaching and really exploring the depths of what's going on with the individual man that's in front of me and supporting him at the root of what I think is going on. And then that morphed and became a school of personal mastery. It became Beyond the Bears TV show and events. And, um, you know, now having a remote business where I work in my office here and have had opportunities to travel the world in the past. And that's kind of a bit of my story. But the thing about that story is, and there's a question I want to ask you. What does that story tell you about me? Do you think you know me or you can know me from that story? Because the way I would class that story is that's the Instagram version of my life. And so with your permission, although you can't give it, let's face it. So brace yourself, you're going to get it. I'd like to share a different version of that story in between the cracks in the darker spots perhaps you don't see the polished version because for me this is where we are at as men that was the surface story of my life the polished nice rosy bits and part of my experience as a coach but also as a man has shown me that as men we tend to live on the surface Perhaps unless we've had a few and we want to go to depth. Or we do want to go to depth, but we don't know how to go there. And we are terrified of what is beneath the surface. We are terrified of perhaps what's on the other side. If it involves other people, is there judgment? Is there rejection? Is there embarrassment? We want depth in our lives, but we are terrified to go there. So... I'm going to go there. And I don't mean to give too much weight to that term, go there. But 
I want to share a little bit more of the deeper side of my story. And that is, I did have an amazing upbringing. A lot of love and support and all that stuff. And my parents were beautiful, loving people that gave me all of the opportunity and, and, and encouragement and everything that I could want, especially as a budding little sportsman. Um, and then the day after I turned seven years old, we moved town. And, you know, my parents were very... Um, security and safety conscious i would say and that's not a judgment um risk averse perhaps and you know those are the things that you learn as a kid so as a seven-year-old that's kind of what i picked up so we moved to a brand new place and all of a sudden i was the new kid and it was fucking terrifying absolutely terrifying for me for some kids not necessarily for me yes i still remember standing in the parking lot with my mom clinging to her leg bawling my eyes out and I wanted to go in there and of course what made it worse I went in there I had this teacher who was a bit of a witch and didn't make the experience pleasant or at least not fucking terrifying for me I ran back to the car park in tears and poor mum having to deal with that and that was a shitty experience for the next you know few weeks and, and probably beyond that into months the following year we moved again and essentially the same thing happened again and safe little Mike who, as it turns out, was desperate for certainty and stability, created a bit of a story in his head that I don't have that right now, and that's what I need. And so I became a, a bit of a um, resistance to change and new things type person. <laughs> you could say that as I entered into my teenage years, and certainly through them and into my early adult years, I was a pig-headed and stubborn piece of shit. Sometimes to my benefit and the benefit of others, sometimes not at all. Uh, and so when I went to university, um, the other thing that dragged along in the mud behind me with that was this tendency to seek safety or at least avoid things that made me uncomfortable, things that challenged me and, and things that made me feel like I'm not safe here now that's not new that's not unique but what that kind of looked like for me was i didn't challenge myself i was a very talented rugby player and you know there was potential for professional rugby ahead of me in my future i had a horrific injury in my first year at university where i snapped my leg in half and had to have an operation and spend a week in hospital and safe little mike who didn't want to push the edge and wanted to cling to what was safe created a convenient little story through that accident where oh you know what you've lost a yard of pace you can't step as powerfully off that leg anymore it's going to be really hard to get back into the main level where you know you can compete and make take the next step and all that kind of stuff and that all of a sudden became this comfortable little thing like a lean on and so I didn't need to push myself and I didn't really need to push that hard and I didn't need to, well, a few things. One, access what was there for me. I could sit and stay in the uncomfortable, because let's face it, not accessing what's available to you is uncomfortable, but it's also got this twisted comfort to it and I could sit in that. 
and that kind of became my story for a little while. So yeah, I played a bit more rugby, but it wasn't really anything amazing. It wasn't lighting the world on fire, but it did open doors for me and it gave me the opportunity to move to Scotland and live in a place where I did not know anyone. It was fucking a huge step for me to move to the other side of the world and not know a person. And I lived there for six months, but it was actually quite a significant period in my life because I was forced to spend time with myself. And we didn't have smartphones then. This is 2006. Um, no smartphones. And yeah, there was TVs and computers and everything, but I didn't have really access to, to too much technology actually where I was. But either way, I spent more time with myself. I started to learn more about myself. And one of the things that really fucking hit home to me was, I was single, I was 24, was I am terrified of rejection <laughs> i am terrified of what people think of me of of maybe being judged in a poor light i was in my head ruminating overthinking overanalyzing what i was doing how i was showing up how i was being seen how i was potentially being judged and i realized this can't work this is fucking exhausting and it it's not helpful it's not helping me it doesn't feel good and i started to realize that oh fuck i am in my own way i am i am the thing that is getting in the way of what i want now one of the major contexts for that at that time was women i was 24 and single and straight and in a new place and all of a sudden i was the person with the accent and so um that was on my mind a lot. I'd like to get laid. I'd like to meet women. But I couldn't. In my head, that was a story. And so I realized, you know what? I've got to get out of my own way. And that was what I started to tell myself. I've got to change the story here. And and the interim story was, get out of your own way, Mike. Get over yourself. Not everything is about you. Not everyone is thinking about you. Even if they are, doesn't necessarily mean anything about you if you were rejected or if you are rejected it's not necessarily something you need to take personally shit there could be some information there could be some feedback in there for you but you can probably survive and this is a thought process it doesn't just happen in an instant but it was stuff that i was reflecting on i wasn't journaling at the time but if i was journaling that was what would have been coming down it was a mental journal and i started to shift this fear of being seen i started to shift this fear of change and new things now moving to the other side of the world was a significant step in that and i started to in short push myself out of my comfort zone a lot more i formed a mantra because i realized that i was resistant to challenge and new things and change and so the mantra was if you don't want to do something you got to do it if you don't want to do it, you have to do it. And so what that first forced me to do was pay attention to what I was experiencing, to what was going on for me. So I could notice when there was that feeling of, I don't want to do that thing. <laughs> that feeling of resistance, of discomfort, of leaning away from something that was inviting me in. And the beauty of, if you don't want to do it, you have to do it, was, it was short, it was punchy. It didn't give me time to overthink it. It just gave me permission to step forward. And that was significant because then over the next few years, I moved down to London and I did meet uh, someone who I fell madly in love with. And over time, we got engaged to be married and we were planning our 
wedding and we traveled around Europe and did all sorts of things and yes we moved back to Australia and then not long after that I received a phone call from her she was away in New Zealand at a friend's wedding and instantly if I think back there was something wrong because the first thing I heard was silence and now (laughs) that silence was deafening at the time I was like hey baby how you going it was heavy And the words I heard shattered my world. I can't marry you. And I clung to some kind of joke, sick, cruel joke in the first instance. And then I entered into a, I suppose, what can only be described as a whirlwind of confusion and sadness and grief and utter devastation and then betrayal and but overall a a a desire to understand what the fuck had just gone on and also prevent that ever happening again and so where that went initially in a very ineffective place was a series of lies (laughs) let's call it stories that i told myself around i don't um I don't need a relationship and I don't want anything right now. And the next, you know, six months in my love life saw me just being, you know, a bit of a um, piece of shit, to be honest, getting out amongst many different women under the guise of I'm not after anything serious. Now, one part of that is very true. I wasn't after anything serious, not at all. But the justification was um, different to the reality, which was I don't want to have my heart shattered again. Now, at the same time, um, my mum, so I'm living in Sydney, my mum was very ill with lung cancer back in New Zealand. For those who don't know, that's like a three-hour flight. And I was actually flying back to New Zealand a lot. Some of those trips were like last minute, get in a cab, dive to the airport, buy a ticket at the check-in counter. We think this is it type thing. And it was very fucking challenging. (laughs) And this entire period, it's about a month, 18 months of my life, where my world got turned upside down, losing my uh, relationship, and then my mum being incredibly ill and eventually passing away, there was a few buckets of cold water to my face. And what they fundamentally made me do was sit the fuck up and pay attention to, holy shit, life can be fragile. Mike, what do you want? Who do you? Who are you? What do you want to do with your life? What are you doing? And so that allowed me to start asking some questions. Then I met Nadia, who, guess what? Asked me a bunch of questions and challenged the pants off me. And I started to explore those things. What am I doing? What have I been doing? I've working with men. I've been working with men. I've been working with men. I've been working with men. Shit. I'm seeing the same stuff all the time. And that is men coming to me with some physical want that has a deeply entrenched emotional base roots that speak to if i get the body then i'll be happy if i get lean i can feel confident when i lose the weight that's when i can feel good about myself everything was trying to facilitate an emotional result now my nature is to be curious and dig into things i had to dig into that i had to figure out what the fuck is going on that we're in that place for me by and large my work physically personally was about performance and about feeling good but I was seeing this stuff all the time and so I had to scratch that itch and I dug into it and dug into it and I really started to believe that 
there's something going on with men where we are not physically where we want to be, but more importantly, mentally and emotionally where we want to be, and we don't know how the fuck to do anything about it, because it's pretty damn confusing and confronting when you want to try and do something about it, especially when we live under a set of stories and conditions about men who shouldn't ask for help, should have all the answers to everything themselves, and should just get on with it. And so that led me into changing my business, changing what I did, which was fundamentally support men in this work, but start to put put some structure around it. This is about 2012. And so then further down the line, that evolved into certain things, workshops, programs, all this kind of stuff that has now become my business, School of Personal Mastery, the Everyday Legends Academy, and now this podcast that you are listening to, Everyday Legends. That, I feel, is a more accurate story. Now, there's also plenty more to that, as you can probably tell. And there's a lot more into the dark spaces around my engagement breaking up, around my mum passing away, and many more uh, along the lines there. But for me, if you want to understand me, then you need to be able to see me. And this is something that I have learned over the years, is that as men, we are desperate to be seen. We are desperate to be heard and understood and appreciated, seen and appreciated for who we are. But we are terrified to be seen in case we are not appreciated and acknowledged and recognized. In case we are judged, in case we are rejected, in case we are made wrong for who we are. So we hide away. We put on a mask to protect ourselves. And often that mask takes on many different forms. Sometimes for many men it takes on a I'm good form. But guess what, brother? We see beneath it. If you want to be fully seen and heard and appreciated, you have to show up and allow yourself to be seen and heard. You've got to show all of you, not to everyone, not everyone gets access, not all the time. You must develop discernment. But if you want depth in your life, in your relationships, in your friendships, if you want to experience depth in your world, you have to go to your depths. For me, this is what being a solid, grounded legend is about. And the more I've spoken about this in my work, the more resonance I have received from the men out there and the men that engage with me and the men that follow me. And one thing I know is that you know, when I wrote about this stuff on my social media, on my email lists and things like that, which you can join, of course. Um, and I share stories of myself as well and, and my own life, not just, you know, content that helps you, but my own journey through this shit, my shit, is there is additional resonance. And the more I do that, the more it rams home to me that men are waiting for permission. When you see and hear someone else do it, you realize... Fuck, I can do that stuff too. And that's what I want to bring to you in this podcast. Not just my stories and the stories of other men out there in this work, leading uh, leading other men, leading businesses, leading families, 
But everyday men, like you and me, there will be opportunity for completely different episodes uh, where I bring in everyday men, everyday legends, and we explore stories and depths. So, as I come to the end of this introductory episode, I want to ask you a few questions. And I would love for you to go away and consider these. Get out a pad and a pen. That is a pen, (laughs) for those who don't understand my accent. And make some notes. And if you're brave enough, share these with me. Reach out on social media, tag me in it, and share your answers to some of these questions. Why are you listening to this podcast? What do you want to hear from me? And why are you listening? That will help me, most definitely. But it will help you. Because as men, we've often been going through the motions. Taking action, but not necessarily making momentum. And when we bring intention and purpose to what we do, it brings clarity. It brings purpose. And a lot of men I hear from, are behind a wall of, I don't know. Well, how you get past that is by being purposeful and choosing to know. So, why are you listening to me? What do you want to hear from me? Please, let me know. What are you hoping to gain from this podcast? And even beyond this podcast, what are you hoping to gain from any podcast that you listen to? Are you putting what you learn, the stuff that you hear and you think, oh shit, yes, That's right. That makes sense. I need to do that. Are you putting that into action? If not, what is it going to take for you to do so? What is it going to take for you to put the lesson into action? Is there something that you've learned today from my own story? And if there isn't, stick around. There'll be plenty to learn in the upcoming episodes. What is it going to take for you to put the shit that you learn into action? And the next question is, if you ask me a question that I answer on a Q&A episode, hint, hint, ask me questions, are you ready to hear it? To hear some truth, some honesty, some loving, straight talk? And are you ready to put that into action? And here's something else for you to consider. My suspicion and experience tells me that there is likely one thing, potentially more, that you are holding back from doing, saying, being, putting into action right now in your life. Whatever that thing is, I challenge you today to take one small action towards it. And this could be anything. It could be sitting the fuck down and not being busy and allowing yourself to relax for 30 minutes. Take a small action towards it. Clear your diary. Sit down. Relax. I would love for you to share this with me publicly. Go to social media, whatever you use. Let me know the action that you've taken. Let me know the thing that you're holding back from. Tag me. Talk to me. Show me this stuff isn't just a nice listen to this episode, a bit of ear masturbation session, 
but that you're actually here to do some shit, to action your life, to create yourself. And you get to bring public accountability to it. I want this to be a two-way conversation, this podcast. You get to be part of it. Even if it is just listening to me or an interview with a guest. You get to be part of it by asking questions for me to answer and by showing up outside of the episodes. We get to do this shit together. Because that, to me, is what legends do. They step towards the challenge. They seek depth and willingly go into the depths despite not knowing what is there. The hero's journey says many things. But one thing that really always hits me is that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. The depth that is there in front of you that you potentially don't want to go into, that you fear to go into, holds the reward, holds the treasure, holds the beauty that you so deeply desire. And what Everyday Legends do is they do it together. This podcast is here to go into those depths with you. You get to witness and you get to participate. So, thank you for joining me today. This is the Everyday Legends podcast. Please reach out to me on socials. Let me know what you thought of this, what you're looking forward to what you want me to hear me speak about. I will do solo episodes. I will be interviewing some amazing guests. You will have already seen that there are some episodes out with this one. We've launched a few uh, at the start, ready to go. So please get into them, listen to them. And my requests for you are, share this podcast in general, this episode, any of the upcoming episodes, with people, with men, that you think it would benefit that you think will get something out of it. Reach out to me with your questions. I love doing Q&A videos on my social medias and I'm very much looking forward to doing Q&A episodes here on the podcast and I want to hear your questions. I get questions all the time but if the questions come from you listeners then, I mean, how good is that? Because you get to be part of the conversations. Please jump into your social media media and share this episode, share the podcast, email it out to your dad, to your brother, to your cousin, to your workmate. If you use email <laughs> for this kind of stuff, shit, write it down in a letter and put it in the post. If that's what will get it in front of a man that you think will enjoy this podcast, that will benefit from this podcast. And if you enjoyed this or any of my content prior to now, then you know what's coming to some extent. You know that I like to be honest and upfront. I'm like the honest mate that every man needs. I feel I feel I can claim that title. And I will be honest with you, with love, always loving straight talk. So my request is that you visit wherever you get your podcasts from and leave a rating and a review. Click subscribe. Click auto-download. Make sure that that shit gets into your device ASAP. And of course, do what you want with it after that. I recommend listening to it. Because all of that helps this show get in front of more eyes and ears that need to hear it. So that we can help create 
more legendary relationships, and more everyday legends. If you made it to here, you'll already know that there's a few episodes in the bank. Let us know what you think of them. I cannot wait to hear what you think of the interviews with the amazing guests that we have and some of the solo topics that I get into. But please remember, don't just listen, put it into action. Whatever lands for you in an episode, ask yourself, once you're finished, how can I apply this to my life? Until next time, here's something to think about. What is integrity to me? And how do I know if I have it and I am living with it? You've been listening to the Everyday Legends podcast, the show dedicated to helping everyday men build legendary relationships with yourself, with your partners, and in your world. If you have got something from this podcast, please share it with someone that you think could benefit from it. And please visit your home for podcasts. Like us, subscribe to us, leave us a review. Your feedback is phenomenal in getting this in front of more eyes and ears. Until next time, I'm Mike Campbell. And remember to build that legendary integrity.